0: Welcome everybody to the Real Estate Investor Association. I'm gonna talk about many different ways to make money investing in real estate, 12 to be exact. And uh, if you are online on GoToWebinar, keep joining us because you are live. If you are on Instagram, Twitch, uh, YouTube, or Facebook Live, you may or may not be live, but if you'd like to come to an upcoming live meeting, you can simply go to texasreascom forward slash live and register for the next live event. So. This presentation is sponsored by the Texas RIAs, the largest, by far, network of real estate investor associations in the great state of Texas. So why do you care and why does that matter? Well because real estate is local, laws are local, contracts are local, contractors are local, buyers and sellers, they're all local, houses are all local. There's 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there that talk about how to invest in real estate. They all tell you how to do it anywhere. Well, how to do it anywhere is how to do it at 30,000 feet. But real estate is not actually bought and sold at 30,000 feet. Real estate is actually bought and sold at zero feet. So if you want to know what laws apply here and which contracts to use here and which contractors to hire here and which neighbors to invest in here and where to find buyers and sellers here, where do you get all that? You get that at your local real estate investor association. And my job is to make you all into educated and contributing members of this community. So why am I here? Well, I do appreciate the opportunity to speak with you guys today. Your time is valuable. And I'm going to repay you for your valuable time by sharing some very valuable training and information with you. Tell you a little bit about my background. 2003, I went from working a 9-to-5 job that by then I hated to eventually making over a million dollars a year investing in real estate. And I've been doing that for many, 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 many going on 20 years now. And over the next maybe up to 90 minutes, I'll tell you a little bit about what I learned and what I did right. And I'm also going to share with you what I did wrong, because the best way to learn is not from your mistakes. It's from what? Yeah, other people's mistakes. Experience is the toughest teacher there is. You get the test first and then you get the lesson after. Trust me, that is not how you want to learn how to invest in real estate. So we're going to share a little tribal knowledge and encourage you to participate as well. So what are we going to learn? How about nine different ways to make money uh, in big chunks, even with little or no money, no credit. Okay, what does that mean? Look, here's the thing about real estate. Real estate scales. It's a transaction-based business. Most people make money in a job. A job, the problem with a job is it doesn't scale. A job is fundamentally an exchange of time for money. Uh, The reason you can't get wealthy in a job is there's only so much time you can exchange. So, So many hours in your week, month, year, literally only so many hours left of you of the rest of your life that you can exchange for money in a job. But real estate is transaction-based. What that means is you do this, 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 you get a check, you do this, this, this again, and you get another check. And it's usually a pretty good check, 50,000, 100,000, 20,000, whatever. I mean, and, and, and there's no limit to the number of transactions you can do because you can do these leveraging other people's time, other people's money, other people's resources, right? And, and for example, I'm going to teach you nine different strategies you can do to make money even with little or no money, no credit. And I'll tell you another thing about real estate. Whether you have money or not, you don't have enough. It doesn't matter. Nobody has enough money. You got half a million dollars in your checking account, not even close. What are you going to do with that? Go buy a house. Great, now you're done. Yep, that's it. Can't buy another house now until you saw that house. So that doesn't scale. You have to be prepared in real estate to buy any property at any price at any time. Because you have no idea what that incredible deal of a lifetime that you're just going to find tomorrow is going to look like. So you, get get, you got to get comfortable doing it with no money. you got to learn how to do that. you got to get comfortable using other people's money, whether you have money or not. <clears throat> how about how to turn even a small IRA into millions of dollars tax-free? I'm going to demonstrate that. I think you'll be impressed. How about how to acquire $10 million in rental properties with little or no money and no credit? I own over $30 million worth of rental properties here in Texas. Now if I wanted to buy $30 million worth of houses, traditionally, I'd have to put down 20% every time I bought a house. I'd have to be a multi-multi-multi-millionaire just to become a millionaire. Well, I wasn't a millionaire when I started investing in real estate. So how in the world was I able to accumulate a portfolio of $30 million worth of houses? Well, I had to learn a different way to buy houses. I had to learn how to buy houses even with little or no money and no credit. And once you learn how to buy houses with little or no money and no credit, then how many houses can you buy? All of them. How many would you like to buy? All of them. When I ask you a question, if you say all of them, you're probably going to get it right. So yeah, I think you're going to like that trick a lot. That's probably my very, very best trick. Okay, so great. Then how come everybody, how come everybody doesn't make a million dollars a year investing in real estate? Well, there are some problems. So what are some of the problems? Um, fear is a big problem. A lot of people are just afraid to do this. I was scared to death when I was sitting in these chairs literally 20 years ago, I'm afraid I'm going to lose money, I've got to fill out a contract. Fear paralyzes a lot of people right at the starting blocks. Next problem, finding deals. Good deals are hard to find. Anybody that says that good deals are easy to find is either a liar or a fool. The hardest thing about this business is finding the deals. But I'm going to show you where to look, and it's probably not where you think. And then finally, doing deals. What I love most about being a real estate investor is there's so many different ways to do it. I'm going to teach you a whole bunch of different ways to do this, stuff you're not going to learn watching HGTV or YouTube videos. So for most people, these are the problems. Most people never get past these problems. But here's the really good news. This is exactly what real estate investor associations are set up to do local, long-standing, deeply rooted communities of investors working together, sharing resources, leveraging each other's time, money, experience, and helping people get past these problems that keep most people from ever getting started. So I'm going to help you get past these problems if you're just getting started investing in real estate. All right, little disclaimer. Let me take a deep breath for this. The subject matter is for educational purposes only. We are not lawyers, CPAs, financial planners, et cetera. You should always have your contracts, taxes, business plans, etc., reviewed by an attorney and or a financial advisor before completing any real estate transactions. Government, government regulations also require that I disclose that the results that I discuss are not typical results. I am an action taker and have achieved remarkable results, and the investors I talk about are action takers and not your typical average people. I believe average people don't take any action. And therefore get zero results only you can decide if you're going to be a typical average person or an above average action taker you know here in texas we have a special saying that kind of sums this all up and the saying is all hat and no cattle yeah all hat and no cattle everybody says they're going to roll up their sleeves everybody says they are going to go out and do something but at the end of the day most people go out and do what yeah nothing probably heard of the 80 20 rule of the people in the world pretty much make all the money. I think in real estate investing, is more like the 95-5 rules, like 5% of the people make all the money. But the ones that take action, the ones that roll up their sleeves, the ones that actually go out and do it, they don't just make money, they make gobs of money. Incredible amounts of money. Do you guys know that almost 80% of the millionaires in this country got there all or in part through investing in real estate? Let me translate that for you. You know it's really, really difficult to become a millionaire not investing in real estate? But you can't be all hat and no cattle. You do have to roll up your sleeves. You do have to do something. How many of you uh, have owned a home for the last two years? Who's owned a home for the last two years? Nice. You're a lot richer than you were two years ago, aren't you? Nice. What if you had five? What if you had 20? What if you had 200 of them and other people were paying off all of those mortgages on all of those properties while all of those properties are going up in value? then how much richer would you be right now? You can't go back, but going forward, you can do anything you want. You know the saying, today is the first day of the rest of your life. So fear is a problem for a lot of people. I get it, it seems a little scary, I get it. I was scared when I got started, Uh, but we can help. In fact, we've helped so many people transform their lives. As real estate investors, we actually sponsor a show called Houses Flipping People. Most of the shows are called People Flipping Houses. Well, this is people flipping houses, but the houses are flipping the people because they're transforming their lives. And you know that every week we pick one of you, somebody in this network, and we feature them on a show, and we talk about how their lives are completely transformed from becoming real estate investors. I'll give you a couple examples. Flavia came to us, she ran a bakery, and then there was a pandemic, and just like that, she loses her bakery, but she's a single mom, needs to make money doing something. She's like, help, I need to make money doing something. Taught her how to flip houses, flip 15 houses. She's never going back to the bakery. Jeff came to us and she, he said, well, I had two things happen to me this last week. I got a divorce and I lost my job. Kind of a double whammy. Uh, I need something new to do to make some money. Taught him how to flip houses, made $500,000 in his very first year as a real estate investor. He's never going back to that job. Uh, Mike and Vanessa, real estate contractors, they work for real estate investors doing the contracting, the fixing and flipping work, the, 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 the renovation work, but they notice that the investors are making the big money while they're making the small money. So they come to me and they say, you know, we really want to be the investors ourselves. Uh, so we want to make the big money. Can you show us how to do renovations and how to be the investor? So I said, sure, no problem. Uh, and I taught them how to do fix and flips. And in their first year as real estate investors, they only did one deal. You know, I have people that do 100 deals, but they only did one deal, one fix and flip deal in their very first year. Uh, Now, the profit they made on that one single fix and flip deal was actually over $2 million net profit on that very single fix and flip. So if you're only going to flip one house a year, making $2 million net profit on that one flip, Not bad. Yeah, they bought a property for $900,000, pretty much ripped it down to the studs, rebuilt it into this gorgeous mansion. They sold for $5.9 million, 100% funded with the private money in this network. All the work was done with people in this network, Uh, made $2 million net profit. They've done many, many deals since then. And we actually have the host of the show with us tonight. Uh, Olivia, can you come on up here and tell everybody a little bit more about the show? And what Olivia does is she goes all over Texas and she interviews you guys, people in the network, to tell your stories about how your lives got transformed from becoming real estate investors. So, uh, Olivia, tell us a little bit more about the show.
1: So, yes, everyone. I uh, travel between Austin Dallas Houston, and San Antonio to interview investors. Why did they become a reinvestor and how much has real estate transformed their lives? So, besides being a real estate investor myself, this is what I do as well
0: and thank you for that and thank you for all these interviews and i do encourage you all to go check it out it's entertaining and educational at the same time Uh, just look up houses flipping people on youtube and every single week we interview uh one of you and i'll tell you a couple more of the stories huberto engineering student wanted to do something else as a side hustle taught him how to flip houses made three hundred thousand dollars profit on his very first flip not bad during the interview, Olivia said, Roberto, are you working on any other fix and flips right now? he says, yeah, I have 24 other active projects at the moment, not so bad. Chris came to us and she did something I think is pretty smart. She partnered on her first deal. So let's talk about that for a minute. Most people, when they're getting started, what do they do? They read some books, they watch some YouTube videos, or like, honey, let's go flip a house. They pretty much try to figure it out on their own. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Well, here's a different idea. How about instead of all that, how about when you're ready to do your first deal, why not partner with somebody who's maybe done hundreds of deals before, leverage their experience and their money and their resources, learn how to do it the right way, and then split the profits? Does that sound smart? Well, I know what everybody's thinking. Everybody always asks me the same thing. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would a multi-millionaire real estate investor want to partner with a rookie? Why would they do that? Well, I'm going to share with you all a fact of life. This is a fact of life. If you ever want to do business with somebody operating at a higher business stature than you, you're gonna to have to help them before they're gonna help you. That's just how life works. I'm sorry, that's life. So what could you possibly do to help a multimillionaire real estate investor to get them to wanna to help you bring them a money-making deal? And that's exactly what Chris brought to me. So she brings me this deal. She says, what do you think of this deal? I said, that is a money-making deal. And then she said, would you partner on the deal with me? I said, for half the profits, heck yes, right? I get half the profits, she learns how to do it the right way we call that a win-win she's done many many deals since then carlos came to us petroleum engineer in houston was tired of doing that taught him how to flip houses flipped over a hundred houses elizabeth was a marketing director in corporate america really kind of burned out of corporate america taught her how to flip houses i don't know how many houses she's flipped but i remember during the interview uh olivia said elizabeth how much money have you made from what we taught you She's like, well, right now I have 6.7 million dollars in my bank yes. account. Not bad. Uh, Buddy came to us as a uh, insurance adjuster from State Farm. Tired of that, burned out. Taught him how to flip houses. Flipped over 150 houses. We have a car salesman flipped uh, 60 houses. Uh, Eddie came to us from Los Angeles. I think California has a program where they're paying everybody to move to Texas. I'm not quite sure how that works, but you know, <laughs> he's one of them. He's starting a family. He says, I really don't want to raise my family in California. I don't like the culture. I want to raise my family in Texas. So he moves to Texas, but he was a filmmaker. And we're not making a lot of films here. So he's like, I need to make money doing something uh, here in Texas. Taught him how to flip houses, flipped over 100 houses. And during the interview, uh, Olivia said, Eddie, how much money have you made from what Phil taught you flipping houses? And he's like, I've made a lot of money. And she's like, OK, come on, let's, like, give me a number. Like, tell, me, like, t- tell the people at home, like how much money have you made doing this? She's like, well, I can't give you the number, but I can tell you I'm now worth more than $10 million. So not bad from an ex-filmmaker from LA. We have firemen. We have football players. I don't know any other group in the world that every single week we pick somebody out of our network and we feature them. And they're typically millionaires or multimillionaires directly as a result of being part of this community and taking advantages of training and resources in this community. And Olivia, you have your own story. You're also a real estate investor, and I remember you were sitting in these chairs literally a couple of years ago, and when you came here, uh, you came to me and you said, I don't think, this real estate's going to work for me. Why, why did you tell me that? Why not did you think not I
1: did work? love uh, all the things that you were saying at the time, but I didn't know how to fit in because uh, at that time, I did have no experience, born and raised in Brazil. M- most people
0: s- here have no experience.
1: Not just in Brazil, but in the middle of the Amazon with no infra- in, 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 how do you in- say infrastructure. Word? Thank you for translating that. Uh, with no electricity, no water, And uh, so when I came here to this network or to this event, I didn't know how do I fit in. And I also didn't have any money. And I had about $50,000 on my credit cards that I had to pay. And I was looking for a place to live that I couldn't even rent uh, for an apartment to rent. So I was in a very kind of harsh time in my life. I think you
0: were telling me you were going through a divorce. Yes. You have two kids. You yes. didn't have a home, 50000 in debt, yes. and you said, I don't see how this real estate thing could possibly help yeah. me at this point in my life. Yes. And what did I say? I said, yes, there, there's, anybody can do this. You can do this. Yeah. Uh, there's many different marketing methods. Half of them are free. You can do the free ones. There's many different investing strategies. Half of them take no money. You can do those. Uh, so you came to our little workshop, and then what do you do after the workshop?
1: Uh, So I came in uh, on the workshop and uh, after that I decided to go doorknock because some of the strategy, the marketing that you do teach is how to get a proper under contract without money. For
0: some people they hate it, for some people they love it. I didn't
1: say I love it. I did love what I made out of it. I do like high (laughs) heels, I don't hide. I was broke but I was still probably high heels at that day. Uh, But I did love knocking because I did learn really fast so you're house knocking on some doors yes. of
0: people that were on foreclosure yes. lists somebody answered a door you will follow a little script yes. and you got somebody to sign a contract
1: yes Manuel. Yes. and it cost
0: nothing to get them to sign Zero. the contract and then you took the contract and you pitched it out to the network yeah and somebody bought the contract off of you how much yes. did you sell the contract
1: for? uh i sold that contract for 10k
0: Ten thousand dollars. And after you made that ten thousand dollars and it cost you nothing to do it, yeah. after you made that ten thousand dollars, then what when then what do you think?
1: How many more doors can I go door knocking? in Texas?
0: <laughs> it's, so, it's on. Yeah. That's kind of very common. You know, this is all theoretical until you actually get a check in your hand. That it's was like my real, uh-huh right. Moment. And if you do this, this this you get a check, it's like, oh I got it. Now let's just do that again. Yes. Now just flash forward because we don't have them all night. But uh, today, do you own a home today?
1: Yeah, so I live in Austin, Texas, in Westlake, one of the highest neighborhoods if the anyone the nicest,
0: highest-end neighborhood thank in Texas, in, in Austin. Yeah,
1: that's where my boys go to school. So they go to I'm the very, very
0: best school in Austin. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, so. do you do you have any credit card debt?
1: Uh, no, everything goes on OF payment, and uh, and I don't own anything on my credit card, so I'm very grateful for that. So yeah, thank and, you. And
0: then you also own other houses.
1: I own fix and flip, I do own buying holds, so I can say that I'm living the American dream, not the American nightmares. so yes.
0: Can you tell everybody how much money you have in your checking account right
1: now? Come on, no, I I need to double check on that. Um, Yeah,
0: more than 100K. More than 100K, so not bad. So would you say, is it fair to say, uh, real estate investing has completely transformed your life?
1: I say real estate has transformed my life, but I don't think just the real estate. I think you and Chano and the power team, the network that you both put together, that didn't just transform my life, but everybody that is on that pin and more than 4,000 people inside our network as well. So thank you for that. So it's not All just right. me; it's everybody else as well. Right. So and thank, thank you. you for
0: sharing your story. I appreciate it. Thank you. So yeah, please subscribe to the show. It's educational. Uh, you'll learn a lot. You'll get entertained. And this is one of the ways we help people get past the fear, right? It's just a lot less scary if you're doing it with other people, if you're partnering with other people. So I'm gonna cross out the fear okay so let's get started i got started by the way investing real estate in december 15 2003 this is my 20th year doing this been involved in about 1200 deals i'll tell you about some of the deals i'll not go through all of them because it would take all night but these are some of the properties i flipped in fact i do approximately a real estate transaction a week in some shape form variety or another and what that does is it creates money and we call that money in big chunks now that sounds good doesn't it money in big chunks but i'm not here to sound good i'm here to teach you How does this business really work? Okay, fundamentally, here's how this business works. We find people that have houses they don't want anymore, that have houses they can't afford anymore, that that have problems. To entrepreneurs, problems are what? Opportunities, big problems are what? Big opportunities. Okay, so if you're thinking like, I don't want any problem, you're thinking I don't want to be an entrepreneur. We are real estate entrepreneurs. All entrepreneurs have something in common with all other entrepreneurs. We help the world by solving the world's problems. Uh, during the Great Depression, give you an example. You know, there were more millionaires created during the Great Depression per capita than any other era in our history. Why was that? the Great Depression was the great opportunity to help solve problems. So let's get specific. Let's get into the detail. Uh, I found somebody uh, facing foreclosure, big problem. I gave them an out, an alternative to foreclosure, something called a short sale. They were to sell their house without having to ring money to the table without completely destroying their credit. And I made $16,000 helping somebody solve a problem. Uh, REO stands for real estate owned, bank owned properties. Banks do not want to own real estate. They're not in the real estate business. So I took this off their hands, flipped it, made $36,000. Got a legal problem, had to sell a house by Friday. Realtor can't help solve that problem, but I can. Got it under contract, wholesale it, made $5,000. Got a property subject too, no money, no credit. Flipped it, made $68,000. Uh, $5,600 on an assignment, uh, $6,000 on a mortgage assignment, $10,000 on a wholesale. Uh, $2,800 on a small referral, 12400 for a large referral. The way this business fundamentally works is as follows. We do things to find people with problems, or to get people with problems to find us. And here's the really beautiful part. For every problem that exists, for every situation that exists, for everybody that owns a house that exists, we have a solution to their problem, a strategy that helps them solves their problem and gets us paid. We can help motivated sellers. We can help non-motivated sellers. We can help people that own their houses free and clear. We can help help people that are hopelessly underwater, where they owe more money than the house is even worth. We can help them, using one of these strategies, solve their problem and get ourselves paid. Sometimes we get singles. Sometimes we get doubles. Sometimes we get home runs. Sometimes I work on a lead, a deal, an opportunity, a problem for six months, and after six months, I make $5,000. And I'm like, oh, man, six months, $5,000? I could have made more money working at Walmart. OK, <laughs> sometimes. My phone rings and that phone call, uh, you know, thank goodness I'm not working on just one lead at a time because sometimes my phone rings and that phone call makes me $55,000 in 48 hours. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish every time my phone rang I made $55,000 in 48 hours, but that's not how it works either. That's maybe one in 100 phone calls. So the question to ask is simple. How often do you get 100 phone calls? Well, that depends on you and how much marketing that you do. Do you get 100 phone calls every week? Do you get 100 phone calls every month? Do you get 100 phone calls every year? Well, that depends on you, and how much marketing that you do. So there's two skills you have to learn to be a real estate investor. I'm going to teach you these two skills right now. The first and foremost skill is marketing. Marketing is generating leads and finding deals. A lead is just a name and number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. You need to spend 85, 85 percent of your time and money on marketing, generating leads, looking for deals. The next skill we have to learn is strategy. Strategy is the solution to the problem. It is the offer on the property. It is, it is the, 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 the doing of the deal. And we have many different ways to do deals that solve all the different types of problems that you're gonna run into. So marketing and strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. That's how you need to think of these two skills. We use 65 tested, proven, perfected methods of finding off-market wholesale properties. We use a dozen different strategies to help people solve the problem and, and, and get the job done. Over half of the marketing methods, by the way, are completely free. You you can do things that are free but take time. You can do things that don't take any time but but have to take money. Uh, And nine of the 12 investing strategies are actually no money, no credit strategies. And when you learn how to buy houses and flip houses even with no money, no credit, then how many houses can you flip? And the answer is all of them. So marketing strategy, finding deals, doing deals, finding problems, solving problems. Let us get started with the marketing. Um, Actually, first I'm going to tell you another quick story. This was the very first house that I flipped on December 15, 2003. And I'll tell you a little story. On December 14, 2003, I was actually scared to death. I was actually being coached and mentored by the two guys who ran the Real Estate Investor Association back then. I called them both on the phone on December 14, 2003. I'm scared. I don't want to lose any money. Are you guys sure this is going to work? Yeah, it took two seasoned, experienced real estate investors pulling me, kicking and screaming over the starting blocks to get me through that very first deal. So if you're a little scared, I get it, I can relate and I can help. But I actually had one other thing that was actually motivating me to take action at that time in my life. I was in a job that I no longer loved and I was in a career that I no longer loved. And I gotta tell you guys, if you're spending your time doing something you don't love doing, you need a do something different with your life plan. And that's exactly where I was. Man, you get one life, and it just flies by. And if you're not on a trajectory to getting the life that you want, to reaching your God-given potential, then maybe you need to do something different with your life plan. And that's where I was. I wanted a different life. So let's talk in a little more detail about the very first deal. Because, you know, your first deal in so many ways is your most important deal. It's kind of like your first kiss, right? Life changing experience. Everybody remembers their first kiss, and then guess what? Everybody remembers their first deal. Let me tell you about mine. It took me six months to find my first deal. I was actually an unusually slow starter. Uh, I got it under contract using a contract I got right here at the RIA. Come to the workshop, we'll get that for you. I uh, bought it using OPM, other people's money, private money lender. You know, we have over 1,000 private money lenders in this network. Private money is cheaper, faster, better in every way than hard money, bank money, any other kind of money. It scales unlimited. Uh, So I got somebody to give me the money, loan me the money. Got some contractors right here in the network to fix it for me. I got a realtor here in the network to sell it for me. Got an attorney and title company right here in the network to close it for me. And I went to that very first closing. I picked up that very first check for $15,384.26. And do you know when they handed me that check, it was like you unscrewed the cap, popped out the old brain, and popped in the new brain. You see, right up until the second that they handed me that check, I was a real estate investor based on theory. And I wasn't even sure I believed that theory. I don't know if this is going to work. Not sure about that. Don't know about that. But the second they handed me that check, like a switch flipping, I became a real estate investor based on experience. You see, I didn't know anything different except I knew it actually worked. And what I realized when they handed me that check, and, and Olivia told her story, same thing, is everything's theoretical until they hand you the check. And then it's like, boom, like that, it's real. And, and what I realized when they handed me a check, if I did this, this, and this again, right, I get another check, it worked the first time. And if I did this, this, and this again, I get another check, and, and, and then another check. But the really big deal for me, when they handed me that check, right at that moment, I realized that I would never, ever, ever, forever, for the rest of my life, ever, 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 ever have to work for somebody else ever, 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 never, ever again. And I haven't worked for anyone, even for one second, since they handed me that check. So if you're new and you're just getting started, here's my first piece of advice. You need to focus yourself like a laser beam on that very first deal, because that very first deal will change your life, mostly by changing your mindset. Deals two, three, four, five, and six combined, not as hard as deal number one. So I told you I was gonna tell you what I did right, but I'm also gonna tell you what I did wrong. I did make one big mistake on that very first deal. I spent all that time finding the deal. I found the deal. Once I found the deal, I kind of put my marketing on hold. I picked up some hammers. I made some contractors working on the deal, finished the deal, got the check, only to wake up the next day and realize I had absolutely nothing to do except start the whole business all over again. And this gets me to my very first takeaway. And here it is. And this is the big one. The business of being a real estate investor is the business of finding deals. It's all about finding deals. Why? Because you make your money on the buy. What does that mean? As soon as you find a property and get it under contract, whatever money was gonna be made or not made on that deal, it's done right at that second. Yeah, you get the money at the end on the sale, but you make the money on the buy. And you always have to spend 85% of your time and money looking for the next deal. And you have to add it have the attitude that the next deal is always more important than the deal you have now. The rookies all screw this up. The rookies finally find a deal, they do a deal, they make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. So eventually they reset the marketing, get it going again, they find another deal, they do a deal, they make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. So they reset the marketing, eventually they get it going again, they find another deal, right, great, make some money, great, but they stop the marketing. And their income goes up and down and up and down with big gaps in between. No, no. You need your income to go up, 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 up. And the only way to get that is you have to keep the pipeline continuously filled with deals. And the only way to do that is to always spend 85% of all of your time and money on marketing looking for the next deal, which is always more important than the deal you have now. And hint, the deals you are looking for are not in the MLS. The MLS is the multiple listing service. It's the retail market for real estate it's where realtors sell real estate. It's where all the people in the world compete with each other to see who will pay the most. And I hate to say it, but when you're competing against all the people in the world, some of those people are stupid. And you don't wanna compete against stupid. Well, you don't wanna win competing against stupid. Now, don't get me wrong, folks, I love the MLS. I adore the MLS. Why do I love and adore the MLS? Because after I buy off-market wholesale real estate, where do I then wanna go to resell it? You yeah, know, on the MLS, it's been proven that any property sold in the MLS will sell for the most that it could be possibly sold for because the whole world's competing, right? That's just never where you're going to find heavily discounted wholesale real estate. The very best deal in the entire MLS would rarely be a deal a real real estate investor would even take a second look at. So finding deals. Once I realized this whole shooting match is about finding deals, then I went about systematizing the process of finding deals. And over time, it developed 65 different methods for finding deals. I'm going to teach you what those methods are. Now, some of these methods or campaigns take time, and some of these methods and campaigns take money. When you're getting started, you probably have more time and less money. Once you get going, you have more money and less time. I will tell you honestly, I don't spend any time anymore on marketing. I outsource 100%. But when you're getting started, you're probably going getting in-source, uh most of it. So what are all these different marketing strategies? Well, let me teach you a whole bunch first set of strategies has to do with direct mail. You can buy lists of motivated sellers. Now when you buy mailing lists, what do you do with the mailing list? You can send them mail, letters and postcards. Or you can get phone numbers, you can call them, you can text them, or you can even go over to their door and you can knock on their door. Or you can even do all three, we call that a multi-touch campaign. So what are some of the common and popular lists? You can get a list of people that didn't pay their property taxes, People that are late paying their mortgage. People that have filed for divorce. Two people were combining their income to pay a mortgage. Well, now one of them's gone. Well, the one that's left is probably having trouble paying the mortgage by themselves. You can get a list of people who've inherited a house from somebody that passed away. People whose credit scores just went down 300 points. People that just got dismissed from bankruptcy. Certainly a lot of financial distress there. You can get a non-owner occupied list. is a list of people that own a house and they don't live in the house themselves, the, the house that they own. Technically, that's a landlord, and, and a lot of them are what we call accidental landlords. They, they couldn't sell the house, so they rented the house. They, they, they let their ex-spouse or a family member or friend or neighbor move in the house. They inherited a house uh, that came with a tenant. They don't know anything about being a landlord, and very often they ultimately become motivated sellers. You can get a list of people who rent to people in public assistance. You can get a code enforcement list. You know the city is already driving around issuing citations for abandoned houses, hoarder houses, deferred maintenance houses, problem houses. You can get to the city to give you a list of every problem house in the entire city. You can even get an expired listing list. This is a list of people that hired a realtor and tried to sell their house and it didn't sell. So what do we know about these people? We know 100% of these people would like to sell their house, probably now more than ever. But they probably need solutions that realtors don't offer. Well, hello, that's exactly what investors do offer. So if you send letters and postcards or knock on doors or uh, call these people that have problems, some of them will call you back, right? We call those leads, give them a solution to their problem. Some of them will say, yes, we call those deals. Hold the questions. I'll take some questions at the end. With a website, you can get leads on the internet, bayonet signs, a little sign on the side of the road. We buy houses. Why is that sign there? Because they work. Online ads work. Email, autoresponders, magnetic signs, a little sign on the side of your car. You buy the sign once, you get leads for the rest of your life. OK, you don't want to pay postage for 10 cents a door. You can have your door hanger, door flyer put on every door in a neighborhood. Here's one that's pretty much free, driving for dollars. Sometimes I'm just driving around, and I see a tarp on a roof. You know, they might as well be waving a big red flag. As yes, for a motivated seller. Please buy my house. I mean, think about this. Somebody's most valuable asset, a house, has a serious problem, a leak, and their solution was to do what? To go buy a $5 tarp at Home Depot. Well, how come they didn't just fix the roof? No money. Same guy that's not fixing the roof, probably not paying his mortgage, probably not paying his taxes. Sooner or later, an investor is going to buy that deal. So what are the other deal-finding strategies? Oh, wait. We interrupt this program for a special announcement. Actually, Chanel already made the announcement. Yeah, we have a, a workshop coming up, and um, we're going to give away some tickets tonight if you would like to join us. Uh, literally over 100,000 people have been transformed. Uh, Learn how to become real estate investors across the great state of Texas. I will be teaching this workshop myself, practical, actionable, detailed uh, live training uh, by me. So uh, spend three days and it will transform your life as well. Chanoa gave you the details. I'll give you more details later, but the workshop is coming up in just the next couple of weeks. So pick the city and location that is best for you. You can come live and in person, highly recommend that you do that, or you can attend online. Or you can do a hybrid of both online and live. Uh, if you come live, I promise we'll have tables and desks for you to sit at. We're not going to be packed in like sardines like we here are at this uh, live meeting. And you can join us by simply picking the date that works best for you and clicking on the little QR code to get yourself registered. You can also go to this website. If you're online, just click on the link in the, uh, in the comments uh, below. Okay. And I will give you some more details about the starter kit uh, a little later in the presentation because there's a bunch of goodies besides just the workshop that are part of the starter kit. So what are the other deal finding strategies? Letters of intent. What is a letter of intent? A letter of intent is literally uh, an offer, okay? It's literally uh, a contract. So who should you send a contract to? And the answer is everybody. In fact, I'm going to give you all your first homework assignment For your first homework assignment, tomorrow I want each of you to go out and send 200 people an offer on their home. That's your assignment. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Because this is how investors think. Ready, fire, aim. You make the offer, and then you negotiate. You make the offer, and then you look for the money. You make the offer, and then you do your due diligence. You make the offer, and then, and only then, do you think about it you should make everybody an offer. Why not? Do you know that every time you make somebody an offer, you know you get four different options? Just by making an offer, you get four different options. You might want to write them down. Option number one, you can buy a house. They might say yes, right? It's called taking a shot. If you take enough shots on goal, what do you think's going to happen? Some of them are going to go in, even if you suck. And then with practice, what happens? More of them go in because you don't suck anymore, because you practice. Yeah, so option number one, you can buy a house. Give yourself an option. Give yourself a shot. Option number two, you can terminate the contract. Do you know the Texas state promulgated contract gives the buyer the unilateral right to just rip it up and walk away? No harm, no foul, no penalty, no risk. Option number three, you can renegotiate the contract. Do you know that it's much, much, much easier to renegotiate than it is to negotiate? Especially when everybody who calls you back says they might want to sell, i.e. they want to negotiate. Option number four, you can actually sell the contract itself to somebody else that has money. That's how Olivia did her first deal. Notice only one of those four options even required you to have any money to buy a house. Just make offers and give yourself options. Business cards, Visbo, cold calling, for sale by owner. Why would somebody try to sell their own house? Maybe they're lazy. Maybe they're crazy. Maybe they need solutions that realtors don't offer. Hold on a second. got to replace my battery here. Mass media, television, radio, billboards. Expensive but effective. Uh, pass referrals. Other investors. You know, sometimes the best way to find a deal is to get other investors to find the deal for you. By the way. Do you all know what I'm doing up here right now? What what do you think I'm doing right now? Yeah, it's called marketing. Yeah, it's called marketing. I will guesstimate, I'm gonna be very conservative here. I will guesstimate easily, over the next 12 months, I should easily be able to partner with no less than one, two, three deals with somebody who's listening to me right now sometime over the next 12 months. Typical profit on a deal, I'm being very conservative, at least 40 grand. My share, 20, means as a result of the presentation I'm giving right now, I should pretty easily be able to put an extra 20 plus 20 plus 20, extra $60,000 in my pocket sometime over the next 12 months as a result of the presentation I'm giving right now. Not bad. Better than a poke in the eye with a stick. Wouldn't you all agree? And by the way, guys, you can all do exactly the same thing because there's people in this room that have deals that are looking for money. There's people in this room that have money that are looking for deals. Some people want buy and hold, some people want fix and flip, some people want short sales, some people want wholesales. Some people want Dallas, some people want Houston, some people want Austin, some people want San Antonio, some people want El Paso. All of the members of this network, and there's tens of thousands of them, by the way, are all interconnected on an online network. You know, we meet every minute of every day, right, online. And you know, multiple times a day and thousands and thousands and thousands of times over the last decades, the members of this community post their deals, questions, offers, money, resources, referrals, back and forth over that network. I said earlier, guys, you're not going to find your deal in the MLS. That's ridiculous. That's the retail marketplace. That's the retail pond. That's the pond with the small fish. You guys need to fish in the wholesale pond. That's the pond with the big fish. So then, where's the wholesale pond? You're sitting in it. Yes, a large network of real estate investors wholesaling, horse trading, working together. When you look around this room, what do you see? This will tell you about your mindset. Do you see your competition? Or do you see borrowers, lenders, deals, leads, money, resources? Everything you need is in a network full of people doing real estate investing. It will give you everything you need to invest in real estate. Uh, realtors, you don't need to be a realtor to be a real estate investor, a common misconception. I'm not a realtor. Donald Trump is not a realtor. Very few real estate investors are realtors. Okay, It's not going to help you. In some ways, it'll hurt you. You can do both, yes, but it's certainly not necessary. Common misconception. Uh, HUDs and REOs, bank owned properties, uh, look, um, People hear the word foreclosure and they're like, oh, foreclosure is a deal. No, foreclosure is a house that's been foreclosed on. It's a bank-owned property. Banks are not motivated sellers. You don't want foreclosures, you want pre-foreclosures before they go back to the bank. That's where you get the deal. So where do you get those? Well, you can fish in the wholesale pond. You can do direct marketing, off-market. Or here's another idea. Here in Texas, on the first Tuesday of the month, rain, shine, holiday or not, Do you know that everybody that didn't pay their mortgage gets auctioned off at the county courthouse steps at every county courthouse in the state? And do you know you can get a list of all the houses going to the auction and you can go knock on their door before the auction and you can often buy the property before the auction for even less than it's going to sell at the auction. Why? Because you're not bidding against 300 other guys. Wholesaling. Let's have the talk. A lot of people think wholesaling is a good way to get started. Well, we're going to talk about that as well. But I'm going to tell you if you're doing your first deal, you should never do your first deal buying it from a wholesaler. There's a 19 out of 20 chance you're going to get burned. It's not going to work. Why? When a wholesaler sends you a deal and they say this house is worth $100,000 all fixed up, what is it going to be worth after it's all fixed up? Okay, 80 max. When a wholesaler sends you a deal says this house needs 20,000 repairs, what is it going to cost to repair? Okay, the answer is 40 minimum. When a wholesaler says, "Ooh, it's your lucky day, right? Uh, for a $5,000 non-refundable fee, this lucky deal can be yours." You know, you put down that $5,000 non-refundable fee, I can just about guarantee with about a 19 out of 20 chance that I'm right, you're going to lose a lot of money beyond the 5,000 you got started with. It is fiction, folks. Do not believe fiction for a moment. When a wholesaler sends me a deal, I briefly look at all the numbers and I immediately throw the numbers in the trash and then I run my own numbers. The only reason I even looked at their numbers before I threw them in the trash, I kind of want to know how much they rely on me when I compare it to the real numbers. So I'm going to use some strong words because I obviously feel very strongly about this. Look, it would be really, really stupid to ever buy real estate based on information about the real estate provided to you by the person trying to sell the real estate to you or anybody associated or affiliated with them DON'T DO THAT. I SAID EARLIER YOUR FIRST DEAL IS YOUR MOST IMPORTANT DEAL, AND IT IS. BUT IF YOU LOSE MONEY ON YOUR VERY FIRST DEAL, YOU KNOW AT THE END OF THAT DEAL, 100% OF YOUR REAL ESTATE INVESTING EXPERIENCE WILL HAVE BEEN BAD. AND YOU'LL PROBABLY NEVER COME BACK FOR MORE. SO JUST DON'T DO THAT. OKAY. Uh, you, know, YOU HAVE TO DO YOUR OWN DUE DILIGENCE. And the best deals are going to be deals you're going to find on your own, not from wholesalers. Only experienced investors should buy because experienced investors know the difference between good deals and bad deals. Rookies do not, right? So it's very dangerous when rookies buy deals from wholesalers. Bird dogs, Craigslist, social media, friends, family, et cetera. Why so many different marketing methods? Well, would you rather fish with a hook or would you rather fish with a net? The answer is you want to learn how to fish with a net. And the reason is because at the end of the day, this whole business is a numbers game, and now I'm going to teach you the numbers. I'm going to teach you something right now that it took me two years of hard work in the trenches to figure out. So I'm going to shave two years of your learning curve down right now. By 2005, I had been a real estate investor for two years. And I calculated my first two years, I generated about 400 leads. A lead is nothing more than name a number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. So I was talking to somebody every couple of days about a house, And then I did the math. And here's what I discovered as a rookie. As a rookie, on average, for every $100 I spent on paid marketing, things like direct mail, I got one qualified motivated seller lead. As a rookie, I discovered that on average, for every three hours I spent on personal marketing, free stuff like driving for dollars, I got one qualified motivated seller lead. And then very conservatively, for every 20 leads I got, I made at least $20,000 net profit on a deal. Those are the numbers. So let me run the numbers for you. That means every time I drove around for 60 hours, I made at least $20,000 in net profit. Means every time I sent out $2,000 in direct mail, I made at least $20,000 in net profit. Okay, spend two, make twenty. Spend $2,000, make $20,000. Spend $4,000, make forty. Spend $8,000, make eighty. Spend $16,000, make 160. Spend $32,000. You don't have to spend it all at once, by the way. Make $320,000 net profit. Are you starting to like the numbers? Took me two years to figure that out. But after two years of figuring that out, what I realized is, holy to moly, this whole business is just a numbers game. And now I know the numbers. And after I figured out this slide, I started to think about this business in a very different way. I now see my entire business like it's a little black box. And I'm going to call that little black box a marketing machine. And the way that little black box works is every time I stick $100 worth of marketing in one end, eventually $1,000 worth of profit pops out the other end. Now, if you had a little black box, every time you shoved a $100 bill in one end, a $1,000 bill popped out the other end, how many dollars would you stick in the box? How many dollars would you stick in the box? All All of them! And I started spending money on marketing like a drunken sailor because I knew, I finally knew the numbers. I started spending thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I started spending tens of thousands of dollars a month on marketing. And then I hired two full-time, six-figure guys who spend all of their time spending my money on marketing. One just buys the ads, the other does the analytics. And today, in some months, I spend up to $100,000 a month on marketing. Because once you know it's just a numbers game, and once you just know the numbers, then it's just on. It's just on. How do you think I did all those deals? Partnering and marketing. Uh, Sometime later, I actually wrote a book on investing. We're not selling any books tonight, uh, but I will say something I said earlier. There's nothing you're trying to do, there's nothing you're trying to figure out that I and other people haven't done and figured out. What's the shortcut? Copy stuff that's been figured out. Okay, so We are right at the halfway point in my presentation. I'm about to get into strategies, which is arguably the most interesting part, the mechanics of how these deals actually work. I'm going to show you how to buy houses with no money, for example. But if you remember at the beginning of this presentation, I said my job is to make you all into educating and contributing members of this community. We really want you to be participatory and, and active. You know, we have these meetings all over Texas, and we have new people that come to the meetings. So we call the new people tourists, right? Just checking out the meeting. Hey, honey, let's go check out the RIA. And you know, there's nothing wrong with being a tourist. But we also figured out a long time ago nobody makes any money being a tourist. We need people to be active buying, selling, partnering, lending, borrowing, that's where money gets made by everybody. But I also figured out a long time ago, unfortunately, I can't turn somebody into a real estate investor in 45 minutes. If I could figure out how to sprinkle pixie dust on somebody's head and turn them into a real estate investor in 45 minutes, yeah, that would be awesome. I don't know how to do that. But I can, and I have, on numerous occasions, turn people into real estate investors over a period of 24 hours. Or maybe it would be more accurate to say, 24 hours spread out over three days, giving us the time to get through all the nitty gritty details of how you actually do this. So this is why the Texas Rio sponsors the Texas Real Estate Investor Workshop. And I teach this myself. Uh, this is Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas using strategies that work here. We use all 12 strategies that work in Texas. There's things you can do in Texas you can't do in any other state. There's things that are legal in 49 states that are not legal in Texas. And Maine, you better know what those things are, and I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you all 65 ways to find the deals. I'm going to teach you the closes, the exact words you say, to get somebody to say yes when you make them an offer, to accept your solution to their problem. I'll give you an example. Recently, I got a woman to give me her house. I just said some magic words, and she handed me the deed, and she gave me the house. I didn't have to give her any money at all. It was a great house, perfect condition, uh, had a lot of equity in it, didn't have to come up with any money. She just gave me the house because I said these magic words. Who's a little skeptical right now? Raise your hand if you're a little skeptical right now. Come on, what's wrong with you people? Who's not skeptical? Are you kidding me? You're not skeptical? For all you guys that are not skeptical, I want to talk to you about a land deal in Florida after class, okay? This is ridiculous. I just told you guys that I have magic words that I can say to somebody and they'll just hand me their house and she was thankful when she just gave me her house. So doesn't that sound, a little, who's a little skeptical? Raise your hand, it's okay, raise your hand. Are you skeptical, who's skeptical? I want you to be skeptical. Very skeptical because in a couple of minutes when I demonstrate it and you see how it works, you're gonna be really impressed. So say skeptical and I'll show you how to close a deal. Learn how to partner, great way to get started. How to access funding, thousand private money lenders, cheaper, better, faster than any other thing. People that have private money have a competitive advantage over everybody else. So thousands, I mean thousands, I mean thousands of successful investors here in Texas got started this workshop, The Real Deal. We even feature a show where every single week we interview somebody whose life has been completely transformed. There's no other thing like this. So come join us and we're going to give you some tickets tonight for free. So how cool is that? Uh, and you can just click on the link to uh, come join us or click on the link below, uh, take a picture of you here live, Uh, pick the location that works best for you and the date that works best for you, and come join us, either live or online or some combination of live and online. Oh, you know, while I'm up here and talking about this, I, I have another announcement to make real quick. Just out of curiosity, a little bit of a tangent here. How many of you are interested in commercial real estate investing? Who's interested in commercial real estate investing? Okay, wow, about at least probably 40% of the room, pretty good. Okay, commercial, we have a whole different part of Texas as that does commercial. This is our residential meeting. We have a whole different group that does commercial, so we do do both. One is not better than the other. They're just different. I do both. I invest in commercial. I invest in in residential. They just solve different problems. If you want to quit your job, flip houses, right? That's the fastest way to quit your job and replace your income. Want to make a million dollars, go flip an apartment building, but it's going to take three to five years, so it's not fast money. Uh, you want to make money with money? Invest in commercial real estate. Typically, twice the return of the stock market, half the risk, right? And once you start investing in commercial real estate, you'll never go back to the stock market. Uh, you want to become wealthy in your retirement? Collect rental properties. Everybody should own rental properties. And you can buy rental property. I'm going to show you how to do it, even with little or no money and no credit. Uh, and it'll build wealth. They become worth a fortune over time while other people pay off the mortgages. So we have commercial and residential here. And I'm going to mention something that's a little bit tangent, but uh, we actually have a workshop coming up right here. In fact, I think it's right here in this hotel uh, next month. Uh, and it's on August 25, 26, 27th, and it is going to be the commercial event of the year. There's nothing else like this. I have commercial investors from all across Texas, the top Texas commercial investors and all across the country coming to one place and at one time. If you have the slightest interest in commercial, you're definitely going to want to come and attend this. And we call this event the Masters of Real Estate. There's going to be hundreds of investors from here in Texas and hundreds of investors from outside of Texas coming to one place. All the deals, the money, the resource, education in one place at one time. And I even have some very special guests that are coming along with them. Uh, My original mentor, my original commercial mentor, George Ross, Uh, Donald Trump's uh, the real estate investor, uh, right-hand man when he was investing in real estate, uh, celebrity apprentice judge, uh, the author of maybe the greatest real estate deal ever done. He and Donald Trump bought a building in Manhattan for a million dollars, turned around and made $450 million on that deal. Pretty good deal. He's going to tell us how to do that deal. We have a billionaire coming to the Masters. Uh, Vanilla Ice, uh, former rapper, now real estate tycoon. He's going to play a little concert and talk about real estate uh, at the Masters. Uh, Hugh Hilton, the 18 billion dollar man i think we're in a marriott right now but Hugh hilton's going to talk about hilton how he made 18 billion dollars doing commercial real estate he's going to teach you how to do it as well Uh, so all of these with top investors from across texas and across uh, the world will be in one place at one time and you can join us Uh, now there is a cost to this this is not we're not going to do this for free uh, but it's on august 25 26 27 i believe it's going to be right here in this hotel it's $998, but I'm going to give you a deal that's good for right now only. Uh, if you register tonight, uh, you can go and come for uh, $800 off. So get dollars, $100, $198, uh, and you just go to this website up at the top of the page. You can write it down, uh, realestatemastersevent.com. I know not everybody's interested in commercials, so that's okay. But for those of you that are interested in commercial, realestatemasters.com. Uh, and you go ahead and register. On the site it says it costs 9.98. dollars If you put this little code in, 800-O-F-F, that's all one word, if you type that in, the price drops down to 198 if you do it tonight. You don't have to do it right now, but you got to do it tonight to get that discount. Uh, and if you do that, uh, you can come and join me at the Masters. And one other little sweetener here, and again, I know not everybody's interested in commercial, but about almost half of you are. If you register for the commercial event, uh, you will actually be upgraded to VIP at the residential event. So how cool is that? And I know a lot of you are interested in both residential and commercial, which is fantastic. Here's my suggestion. Come to the residential first, and then come to the commercial after that. That's the right order to do it in. Uh, we're going to lay all the foundations and teach you how to do it with residential and then at the commercial event you're not going to have the same foundation you're, you'll already have the foundation established we'll learn how to do commercial uh, so it's a great one too uh, and if you register for the commercial event you actually will get upgraded to uh, vip at the residential event so that's pretty cool too okay so uh, and, I'll, and i'll put the links all back up at the very very end as well i know some of you are maybe not able to write them all down but i'll put them down at the end as well So we talked about fear, how we help people with fear. We talked about how to find the deals. Now I'm going to teach you how to actually do the deals. Let's get into the mechanics of how this business actually works. So marketing check, let's get into the strategies. And people always ask me, well, what's the best strategy? I mean, there's so many things you can do. You can watch videos and take training courses on how to do short sales and buy and hold, how to do mortgage assignments, auction options how to do uh, referrals, wholesaling, how to do contracts for deeds, how to do lease options, uh, how to do uh, house swapping, uh, wraparound mortgages, equity partnering, and, of course, how to do fix and flip. And you can certainly spend a lot of time and money on all that training and education. In fact, my wife and I have actually spent over $100,000 on training, coaching, seminars, books, tapes, etc. Most of it was great. Some of it was not great. It all sounded great. But I don't feel bad about spending over $100,000 on my education because we've actually made many millions of dollars from our education, but I do have a little pet peeve at how most people get started and how most people teach people to get started. Because when you look at all of these different strategies and you're wondering like, which is the best one? Well, here's the good news, they all work. All of these strategies can make you money investing in real estate. The problem is each of these strategies only works in unique situations. And that's how you should think about these. Each of these strategies is the solution to a specific problem. But remember what I said earlier, your job one is finding the deal, finding the problem. So here's a new investor hunting for his first deal. Maybe he's sending out letters and he gets a lead, right? The name and number of somebody that might want to sell real estate. Well, if this guy had gotten the right training, he would learn how to help the seller solve their problem by using a strategy called a wraparound mortgage. That's the right solution to that guy's problem, but that's not the training he got because he just went to one of those silly wholesale seminars. All he learned how to do is wholesaling. So he's looking for a wholesale deal, and he found a wrap deal. He doesn't know how to do a wrap, so he can't help the seller. He can't make money on that lead, so what does he do? He does some more marketing he generates another lead. Now, if he only knew how to do a mortgage assignment, he could help somebody, solve the problem, get himself paid, but he doesn't know how to do that because, remember, he just went to a wholesale seminar. All he knows how to do is wholesaling. So he's going to do some more marketing, generate yet another lead. And now if he only knew how to do an auction option, he could solve a big problem, get himself a big check. But again, he doesn't know how to do that because all he knows how to do is wholesaling. And he's still looking for a wholesale deal. Are you starting to see a problem? And this is another common rookie mistake. There's 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there that teach people how to get started investing in real estate. What most of the training out there says is you need to get started by learning one strategy, and this is the best strategy. No, this is the best strategy. No, this is the best strategy. Well, whatever, you need to pick a strategy, learn the strategy, make money on that strategy. Then later on, after you learn how to make money on that strategy, later on you can learn how the other strategies work. And it sounds pretty good and it feels pretty good, but forgive my language when I say this, that is a completely ass-backwards way to go about this. Saying that you need to get started by learning one strategy and make money on one strategy before you even learn the other strategy, that's kind of like saying, you need to go to Las Vegas and learn how to bet on one number on the roulette wheel. And after you make enough money, betting over and over and over again on that one number on the roulette wheel, then later on you can learn how the other numbers work. Well, that's ridiculous, and yet that's how 95% of real estate investors get started investing in real estate. it no surprise that 95% of real estate investors give up before they ever get going. And probably 99% of wholesalers. So let's talk about wholesaling. There's nothing wrong with wholesaling. Wholesaling is one of the 12 strategies that I use and that I teach. In fact, frankly, it's the easiest one to teach. The problem though with wholesaling is that when somebody goes and does wholesaling, I would say of the 12 strategies that I use and that I teach, I would say it's the hardest one to do that on average makes the least amount of money for the amount of effort you put in. So when I hear somebody say, I'm going to get started by wholesaling, here's how my brain converts that. I'm going to do the hardest thing there is to do that makes on average the least amount of money. And I know from my experience that about 99 out of 100, maybe not 100 out of 100, but about 99 out of 100 people that try to execute that plan give up before they ever get going. Because if you're putting a lot of work and effort into something that doesn't on average make a lot of money, you're probably going to give up before you even get going. For example, how many of you have read the book The Millionaire Wholesaler? That's because it's never been written. And it never will be, because it's the hardest thing to do that makes the least amount of money. And again, there's nothing wrong with wholesaling, but that's not the only strategy you want to learn. So I'm going to teach you what the top 5% of investors do. And this is how I do it, and this is how I'm going to teach you how to do it as well. And I'm going to tell you, learn how to be in the top 5% or don't bother, because they make all the money. So what I'm going to teach you how to do is how to bet on all of the numbers on the wheel, and then how to spin the wheel a lot. And what do I mean by bet on all the numbers? I use all 12 strategies. Why not learn all 12 ways to fill out a contract? Why not learn all 12 ways to solve a problem? You spend time and money to get somebody with a problem to call you if there's a way to help them and solve the problem and get paid. You need to help them and solve the problem and get paid. And once you know all 12 strategies, collectively, these 12 strategies solve every problem there is. There is no exception, motivated, non-motivated, free and clear, hopeless and underwater. And then what do you want to do you want to spin the wheel a lot and that means take a lot of shots on goal look at a lot of deals do a lot of marketing this is what the top five percent of investors do play to be in the top five percent or don't bother so how do you do that you got to know all the strategies so let's teach you about some strategies actually first i'm going to tell you another fun story this was my first big deal after i was a real estate investor for just over two years i flipped this house And I actually made 291,000 net profit, pretty good profit, flipping this house. But the more interesting part of the story is I was actually the eighth investor at bat. So what does that mean? That means seven other real estate investors looked at this deal before me and then passed on the deal. How could seven different real estate investors pass on a deal to make almost $300,000? How is that even possible? I'm going to tell you it's not just possible. It's actually typical. So let me tell you the rest of the story. First investor looks at this house and says, I'd love to buy your house, but you're underwater. You can't afford to sell me the house. You owe, your, your house you, you owe more money than the house is worth. Second investor looks at this house and says, I'd love to buy your house, but you're in bankruptcy. I can't buy a house from somebody in bankruptcy. Third investor looks at this house and says, well, I can help you avoid a foreclosure by doing something called a short sale, but I can't do that while you're in bankruptcy. Unless you have a mid-construction project. I don't do mid-construction. I looked at this deal and I said, my, oh, my, oh, my, you have a lot of big problems here. Big problem means what? big opportunity. You know it took one, two, three, three different strategies to solve this guy's problem. I solved the problem. I got the check. My competition was a bunch of one-trick ponies. Most of my competitors are a bunch of one-trick ponies. 30,000 books and tapes and seminars out there teach people how to be one-trick ponies. One-trick ponies are annoying. They get in the way at times, but they don't last long. Guys, if you think you're going to find pretty houses at big discounts just waiting for you, hanging off of trees out there, yeah, you're smoking dope, okay? This is what opportunity looks like. A big pile of problems with a nice pretty bow around it. I want a house where half the house burned down. I want a house where a meth lab exploded in the garage. I want a house that flooded. I want a house that has mold. I want a house where someone was murdered in the living room. Oh, man, you can make a killing on a murder house. <laughs> I own one. How do you make a killing on a murder house? No pun intended. Serious. Okay, I'll tell you. This is actually more common than you think. How much does it cost to buy a murder house? Let me give you a tip. 20 cents on the dollar. You know what everybody says when they go by that? They point at that. That's a murder house. And a year later, everybody go by that house, they point out that. Something bad happened in that house. And two years later, everybody going by that house, you know, they point somewhere around here, something bad happened. And about five years later, they go by that house and they say what? How much, right, for that house? It's called a stigma. Stigmas go away. I bought a property for $80,000. It's now worth 400,000. You just rent it out to somebody cheap for four years and then you sell it. Stigma. There's all kinds of stigmas in real estate. Stigmas go away. Somebody gets shot in a bar, it's a crime scene. A Few years later, it's a tourist attraction. Okay, And there's all kinds of stigmas in real estate, and they go away. And that's just one example. you got to think differently. Problems are opportunities, big problems, big opportunities. I'll give you another example. One of my students recently bought one of those $150,000 Teslas, and he calls it his air car, his air car, H-E-I-R, air car. Yeah, somebody died without a will. Do you know that two out of three people don't have a will? But they did have 42 heirs. And everybody said, no way, man, no way. There's no way on God's green earth you're going to get 42 people to agree on something. Big problem. Well, he rolled up his sleeves and it took a little effort, but eventually he got 42 people to agree that a little bit of something is a whole lot better than a whole lot of nothing. And now he's driving around a 150,000 air car. So problems are opportunities. Big problems, big opportunities. We embrace problems, okay? And then we use strategies to solve the problems. And now let me teach you some strategies. Yeah, my competition was a bunch of one trick ponies. So the first strategy I'm going to teach you tonight is wholesaling. Easiest one to teach, so let me teach you right now. How does this work? You simply find a property and get it under contract. How much money does it cost to get a property under contract? Zero. Zero. Can we all afford that? Yes, I think we can. But now instead of buying the property, we're going to sell the contract to another investor for a fee. Right? What's the fee? 500 to 5000 for a small deal, 10 to 25000 for an average deal, $25,000 or more for a big deal. And this is a no money and no risk strategy. I've discovered it's really hard to lose money when you're not actually spending or investing any money. So let me give you an example. I teach with case studies. When you come to the workshop, I'm going to tell you probably about a hundred different stories. I always teach the theory and then I show the example. I think it's better to learn from real examples and it becomes real. So this is Kimberly. She went through the same training you guys are going through. She came to the workshop. She had to pay, by the way. Uh, But then she rolled up her sleeves and did her first deal. And I'll tell you how this went down. She told me this story. Her mom was visiting her from out of town. So she's in the car with her mom. And her mom's like, Kim, where are we going? Oh, well, mom, we're going to get a house under contract. (gasps) What? Kim, are you crazy? What are you talking about? You just graduated from college. You don't have any money. You don't have any credit. You don't even have a job. What do you mean you're getting a house under contract? Don't worry, Mom. I know what I'm doing. So Kim's mom watched Kim walk into this house and offer the seller two hundred and sixty-five thousand cash for his home, and he signed a contract. Now, obviously, he was a motivated seller. Obviously, they talked on the phone ahead of time. Kim then took that contract and she posted it out to the network. We talked about this earlier, multiple times a day, thousands and thousands of times over the last decade, the members of this community post their deals, offers, contracts, questions, referrals, back and forth. So she posted it out to the network, and guess what? Several other members of the network wanted to buy that deal, that contract, and one of the other members of the RIA negotiated and paid Kim $17,000 for her contract. So Kim just sold her contract to another member of the RIA for $17,000. So now Kim is a believer. Well, actually, Kim was a believer. Now Kim's mom is a believer. So now, what would Kim have done with the contract had nobody wanted to buy the contract? What would she done with the contract? Ripped it up, no harm, no foul, right? But she didn't need to, did she? Now, who bought the contract? Another member of the RIA by the name of Tatiana. Let me tell you about Tatiana. I know her pretty well. Tatiana paid Kim $17,000 for the contract, literally crossed Kim's name out as a buyer wrote her name in, or really her company's name in, and then she it became her contract, she became the buyer. So she paid Kim $17,000 for the contract, and then it was her contract, and then she bought the property for $265,000 cash. She had the cash. She kept it for six months as a month-to-month rental. When the tenants moved out, she did a renovation, and a small addition, and then she sold it after owning it for 12 months. And when she sold it, she made nearly $100,000 of profit that she only had to pay long-term capital gains taxes, no income taxes. Do you think Tatiana was pretty happy that Kim found that deal for her? What do you think? Yes. Yeah, of course. So let me ask you guys a question by a quick show of hands. Let's see what we got here. How many of you are cash buyers? Raise your hand if you're a cash buyer. Hmm. Okay. let me ask a different question. Um, How much cash do you have to have to make a cash offer? Zero. Well, then how much cash do you have to have to be a cash buyer? zero you don't have to have any cash to make a cash offer you don't have to have any cash to be a cash buyer you just need to know people with cash so let me ask you guys another question does anybody here know somebody that you could call if you got a smoking hot deal to buy a property for a big discount for cash does anybody know such a person for example who yeah what do you think i'm doing up here you know and in fairness and in fairness there's hundreds of guys just like me out on that network that would be pleased as punch If you guys got out there, got some properties under contract, you don't want them, just pitch them back to the group. That's why we want you. That's why we need you. That's why we'll even train you on how to be educated and contributing members of this community. But I can tell I have my work cut out for me. we got some work to do with some self-limiting beliefs. So let me try this again. By a show of hands, how many of you are cash buyers? Oh, fantastic. Love talking to a room full of cash buyers. And the network instantly puts the people with deals in connection with people with money, right? Put people with money in connection with people with deals. Welcome again to the wholesale marketplace. Okay, one more strategy. You have a quick question. Yeah. Yeah. We do. We do, and at the workshop I'm going to teach you the contract, so don't worry about it. But you don't have to use that, but that's the one I'm going to suggest you, you do. That's the one I'm going to teach you. Okay, our next strategy, I'll teach you one more strategy. This is a little more complicated, but a little more interesting. This is buying property subject to the mortgage, which means buying property even with no money and no credit. I am a nationally recognized expert at teaching this strategy. I might very well be the national, expert, but I'm certainly a widely recognized expert who's taught literally tens of thousands of people how to do this, and now I'm going to teach you. What does this mean? How does this work? How does buying real estate work? When somebody wants to buy real estate, what do they do? They go to a title company, they sign a stack of documents. Most of the documents are disclaimers and disclosures, but there's two documents that get signed at the closing that make the closing happen. The two documents that make something happen are the deed and the note. The deed and the note. Notice these are two separate documents, a deed and a note. ever name goes on the deed, that's who owns the property. That's how you transfer the ownership. ever name goes on the note, that's who's responsible for the mortgage. That's, That's how you assign debt. So there's a deed and a note. Now, normally the same guy is on both. The guy buys a house, his name is on the deed, his name is on the note, he owns a house, he's responsible for the mortgage, that's normal. He moves into the house, it's his house. All the rights and privileges, responsibilities and benefits, of home ownership, they go to him. At the end of the month, he gets a statement from the bank, says you owe us $1,000 for your mortgage, he writes the bank a check for $1,000. bank gets the check, they cash the check. Bank's happy, he's happy, everybody's happy, that's how it works. And then the guy goes on to get married. And, well, you know, Texas is a community property state, so after the guy gets married, the wife is added to the deed. Now, if you look on the tax records, there's two names on the deed, his and hers, but his name is still the only name on the note. Just because somebody's taken honor off the deed, that does not affect the note. And then time goes on, and things don't work out, and they get a divorce. And in their situation, the wife gets the house in the divorce. So now something kind of interesting has happened. Now her name is the only name left on the deed, but his name is still the only name on the note. So the question is, as long as he keeps sending a check to the bank every month or she starts sending the bank a check every month or a tenant or a property manager or a neighbor, investor, friend or family member or somebody sends the bank a check every month, the question is, does the bank care who wrote the check? No. There's some dude at the bank opening envelopes like, oh, we got a check. It came on time. It's for the right amount. It cleared. We're good. So if you're listening to my story so far, I just told you all a story about a woman, about a spouse, about a person that was able to acquire real estate, even with no money and with no credit. There it is. How to acquire real estate with no money, no credit. I told you I was going to teach you how to do that, right? All right. So here's the really, really good part. You can all do exactly the same thing, and you don't have to get married to do it. Because here in Texas, here's the deal. Anybody, anybody, anybody can go up to any homeowner, that has any loan, any mortgage from any lender and any house at any time, and you can make them a deal. And the offer any of you can make with any homeowner has got any loan, any mortgage from any lender and any house at any time is this. I will make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward. Or I will find somebody to make the payments on your mortgage for you going forward. What's the catch? The catch is you simply have to hand the deed, which is ownership of the property to me. It's called buying a property subject to the existing mortgage. And you can do this with any homeowner that has any loan from any lender on any house at any time. And the only person on the planet that has to agree to this transaction is the person whose name is on the deed, not the bank. The bank has no legal say in this transaction. Federally regulated, 1982 Garn-St Germain Act. Anybody can pay somebody else's mortgage if they want to. Anybody can transfer their deed to anybody they want if they want to. So if you're listening to me closely, here's what you just heard me say. You can buy any house in Texas from any homeowner in Texas that has any loan from any lender, and you can buy that person's house at any time, and you can even buy that person's house even with no money and even with no credit by simply offering to take over the payment on their mortgage or even offering to find somebody to take over the payment on the mortgage in exchange for them simply transferring the deed, which is ownership of the property, to you. And once you learn how to buy real estate with no money and with no credit, then how many houses can you buy? All of them. Look, when somebody's in financial distress, hold on, I'll get to it. When somebody's in financial distress, they got a house and they got a mortgage. Is the house the problem or is the mortgage the problem? Owning a house is never a problem. Being responsible for a mortgage, that can be a big problem when you're in financial distress. If you solve the big problem by taking over the payments or finding somebody to take over the payments, in exchange for solving the problem, hold on to the questions, uh, you have them transfer the deed to you. It's called buying a property subject to the existing mortgage. And once you learn how to buy houses with no money, no credit, you can buy all the houses that you want. We'll show you how to do that as well. So it's simply agreeing to pay a mortgage, somebody else's mortgage in exchange for the deed. Now, once somebody transferred their deed to you, uh, guess what? You own it. When they hand you the deed, you now own the property. You can do whatever you want with it. You can renovate it and retail sell it to somebody else. You can wrap it. You can assign it. You can keep it as rental property. You can keep it as your own homestead if you'd like. I've helped many of my friends here in Texas buy their very own homestead with this little or no money, no credit needed strategy. How much money can you make? Well, there's a lot of ways to make a lot of money when you're buying houses with no money, no credit. Small direct flip, at least $10,000. That's pretty much at the lowest end of the scale, typically a lot more. And this is another little or no money, little or no risk strategy. So let me walk you through an example. Remember, I like to teach with examples. This is one of the $30 million worth of houses that I own here in Texas. And I said earlier, man, if I wanted to buy $30 million worth of houses traditionally, I'd have to put down 20% every time I bought a house. I'd have to be a multi-multi-multi millionaire just to become a millionaire. Well, I wasn't a millionaire when I started investing in real estate. So how was I able to acquire a portfolio of $30 million worth of houses? Well, most of them were bought using this little strategy I'm teaching you right now, subject two, including this one. So let me tell you about this one. A woman owned a house worth $150,000. She only owed $110,000 on the mortgage, so the house has $40,000 of equity. She had the house rented out for $1,600 a month rent. Uh, The mortgage payment, including tax and insurance, is $1,100 a month. So this house is generating $500 a month of gross cash flow. Should have, could have, would have been a perfect rental property, except for one major problem. This woman had lost her job. She was continuing to collect the rent, because she was living on the rent, but she stopped paying the mortgage. Four days, four days before the first Tuesday of the month, when the bank was going to foreclose on her, I knocked on her door. Hello, can I help you? I am here to help you. Well, what can you do? There's no time. They're going to foreclose me. How can you help? They're going to foreclose me. There's no time. What can you do? How can you help? What can you possibly do? Here's what I can do. I can stop the foreclosure. I can reinstate your loan. I can catch up your mortgage payments. I can make your mortgage payments for you going forward. I can even repair all your credit. Well, that's amazing. What's the catch? You simply have to hand the deed, which is ownership of the property to me. And she said deal. Why in the world did she say deal? Because in four days, she's losing the house. That was a done deal. But she wasn't just going to lose the house. In addition to losing the house, she was going to get a little bonus to go along with it, a little bonus that we call a foreclosure. And I'm going to tell you, you don't want a foreclosure. You know, and I'm going to tell you what I told her. A foreclosure is the atomic bomb of credit hits. It's the big one. It's the beginning of a 10-year nightmare that starts with the sheriff and his deputies dragging you and your family and all your possessions to curb in front of your friends and neighbors is 10 years of dealing with the IRS, potentially garnishing your wages to collect on a 1099 that could be issued against you for up to the full value of the loan. It's 10 years of having the lender potentially file a deficiency judgment lawsuit against you for up to the full value of the home. It's 10 years of dealing with creditors calling you, hounding you day and night to collect on the judgment from the lawsuit. It's 10 years of not being able to buy another home, not being able to buy a car, not being able to get a credit card, not being able to open certain bank accounts, rent certain apartments, or even get certain jobs. In other words, it's a bullet to the head. No, most people think, oh, with the foreclosure, it's over. No, it's just the the, the nightmare begins with the foreclosure. nobody wants all that and I stopped all of that from happening to her and she was thrilled and the bank was thrilled they didn't want the house back they just wanted their money so I gave them their money and the tenants were thrilled they didn't want to get kicked out of the house they wanted to keep living in the house so I let them keep staying there and letting them keep renting it for me but mostly I was thrilled because for $4,500 which is what it cost me to reinstate that loan I now own this beautiful $150,000 house came with a loan came with $40,000 of equity all mine Came with tenants, paying me $16 a month rent. After I pay Bank of America $1,100, I put $500 back in my pocket. And if you think that's cool, my wife and I own $30 million worth of these properties. Some of them took small amounts of money like this. Most of them honestly took more money than this. But that being said, some of them took absolutely no money at all. So how many of you would like me to walk you step-by-step-by-step by step by step through how to do this deal? Who would like me to walk you step-by-step step through how to do this deal? Okay, we're all out of time. I'm sorry. It was a little obnoxious. We're almost out of time. We've we're, we're, we got to wrap this up. But, yeah, I'll, I'll finish this. I, I do love this strategy. Obviously, this is uh, a great strategy. But I'll bet you I haven't figured out why I love this so much. Some of you are probably looking at it, oh, you're making $500 a month. Yeah, that's not it. $500 is not going to affect my life or my lifestyle in the slightest. That's not it. What I love about this is by doing this over and over and over again, over the last 20 years, my wife and I were able to accumulate a portfolio that's now worth $30 million. In fact, just over the last couple of years, that portfolio went up in value by more than 30%. In other words, just over the last couple of years, my wife and I became more than $10 million richer from having done this thing over and over again, this thing that required little or no money and no credit. That's what I love about this. This is the strategy that can allow anybody, regardless of age, money, credit, or experience, to become multi, multi, multi billionaires. That's what I love about this. And when I realized the wealth potential of this strategy, I actually made one additional tweak to the strategy. I no longer buy these houses in my name. In fact, I no longer buy these houses in my company's name. Now when I buy these houses, I prefer to buy them in my IRA. How many of you were aware that you could do this transaction with your IRA? Okay, for the rest of you, you know you can do this transaction with your IRA. In fact, one of the co-sponsors of the Texas RIAs is a company based right here in Texas, Quest Trust IRA come to the workshop, we'll have them set it up so you can do it with your IRA. So what happens when my IRA does this deal? Well, my IRA issues the $4,500 reinstatement fee to the bank, and then the deed title ownership of the property transfers to my IRA. Every month, the property manager deposits $1,600 of rent into the IRA. Every month the IRA issues a check for $1,100 back to the bank to pay the mortgage and $500 rolls back into the IRA. But that's not the good part. Then what's the good part? Over the next 25 years, this property will double in value. And it'll double again. And even with very conservative appreciation rates, it'll almost double a third time. Something interesting happens to the loan over the next 25 years. What happens to the loan? Gets completely paid off by the tenants. Thank you very much, tenants. In other words, every time my IRA does this deal, my IRA ultimately ends up owning an asset worth about a million bucks that by then I own free and clear. And because my IRA is also a Roth IRA, when I sell this asset in retirement, 100% of the proceeds are tax-free. Did you all just see what I did? I just showed you how to turn a $4,500 IRA into $1 million tax-free doing one deal, one time. Helping a woman out of a horrible situation. Helping helping tenants stay in a property they wanted to stay in. Helping a bank not take a property back they didn't want back. All that just doing it once. The average retired person at the age of 65 has a net worth of $62,000. It's pathetic. If you just did this one deal, one time, you'd be 25 times richer than the average retired person. Just doing it once. But I'll tell you something else I've observed. I've never seen somebody do this deal once. 95% of the people will never do this deal. And 100% of the people that do it once, then what do they do? And they do it again. And then what do they do? And then they do it again and again and again. So one more time, how many of you would like me to walk you step by step by step through how to do this deal? Okay, I'm gonna walk you step by step by step through how to find this deal, how to get it under contract, which contract to use, which attorney and title company to close, uh, and all the operational steps. So I'm going to walk you step by step by step through how to do this deal. But that's going to take us about three days, so we're going to have to finish this at the workshop. And we're not going to just teach you one strategy, because I'm not a one-trick pony. I'm going to teach you the other 11 strategies that are just as cool as that. Hold the questions in just a minute. I'll get to them, I promise. Uh, all 65 market methods. to close. I just taught you first close. That was actually called the atomic bomb close. Those are literally the exact words I said, and that woman literally handed me her deed, and she said thank you, right? Because I kept her from getting a bullet to the head, and she was thrilled. Uh, That was an example of a close. You're gonna learn how to partner, great way to get started, how to access private money, great way, competitive advantage. Thousands, thousands of investors got started. This workshop, Texans teaching Texans how to invest in Texas, and you can too. So come join us and uh you get there with registering for the starter kit the starter kit is pretty cool so in addition to registering for the workshop there's a bunch of other goodies in the starter kit there's a business plan generator there's a training program there's a money texas money resource guide the last step of registering for the uh, workshop also when you get the starter kit is you join the private moderated group that's where you can interact with me and all the other members that's where you can ask questions and find deals and post deals uh, so make sure you go through the entire process and get registered. Pick the location and date that works best for you. Let's do a quick poll of the audience. How many of you would like to attend live? Who would like to attend live? How many of you would like to attend online? Who wants to attend online? How many of you don't want to attend at all? Just out of curiosity. Okay, we're doing pretty good. So, yes, uh, I recommend live. Uh, it's better experience, but it's Zoom, so it's pretty good online as well. Or you can do a hybrid of the two if you need to. Um, I, I'm going to start talking every morning, 9 uh, o'clock sharp. Get here at 8.30, 8.30, 39. We're going to do case studies, examples. I teach from 9. It's 24 hours over three, three days, but we're going to go late Friday, late Saturday, and early on Sunday. How late? I don't know. It depends kind of on you. Uh, we may go to 7.30, 8 o'clock. It just depends on how many questions and how into it we get. In the middle of the workshop, I'm going to call some people that came from a prior workshop. We're going to do a live property tour right in the middle of the workshop i don't even know what properties we're going to look at because it's going to be a tour du jour and we're going to have people walking through houses showing you how they found the deal negotiate the deal uh, answer questions case studies examples uh, and i'm going to tell you some of them i guarantee are going to be millionaires or multimillionaires directly as a result of attending this very workshop most of them knew nothing about real estate before they attended this very workshop so a transformational experience i promise uh, for those of you interested in commercial, you definitely want to come to the commercial event once a year, and it's happening on August 25, 26, 27th. It is truly a remarkable event. Uh, come to the residential first and the uh, uh, commercial uh, second. That's the right batting order that I would suggest that you take them in. Uh, to get registered, just take a picture and go to the link. If you're online, click on the link in the comments below. I will put this picture up one more time, but I do want to get some questions and answers going. Oh, uh, just one other little thing. If you do register for the commercial event, you will be upgraded to VIP for the residential event. You get a really cool poster, you get another training program, you get preferred seating in the front, Uh, so I highly recommend VIP. Uh, And if you register for the commercial event, you get both the commercial event plus you get upgraded to VIP for the residential event. Okay, uh, so a couple of other little comments and things. Uh, Some people ask, can I get copies of your presentation? Yes, we post them on the internet. Uh, We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Uh, Just look for Texas Rias. We also have a YouTube channel with hundreds of videos. Go register on that. Um, I think I already went through everything in the starter kit. A few questions. How much experience do I need? The residential workshop 75 percent of the people are rookies just getting started 25 percent are people that have gotten started but they come to learn some of the advanced strategies that only we teach the commercial workshop most of the people have already been to the residential workshop Um, can i bring my significant other highly recommend you drag your significant other with you by force if necessary why i'm just going to tell you what's going to happen i teach people how to do this They go home, they say, honey, we're buying a house, and if honey didn't come to the workshop, what's honey going to say? What are you, crazy? Trust me, get them to come along. I will make it fun, and they'll probably going to be the one to pick up the ball and run with it. How do I know this is the real deal? Don't ask me. Ask other people that have done it before. I actually invite everybody that comes to my workshop to give me a feedback form. And we scan all the feedback forms. We post them on the internet. You want to see thousands of feedback forms? Why would I post every feedback form? on the internet, uh, no matter what they say, go look for yourself. 99 out of 100 say the same thing. Oh my God, this was literally a life-changing experience. Where do I get my tickets with the starter kit? But if I want even more help, the last step of registering puts you into the live online group. That's where you can interact and ask questions. Texas's largest real estate investor association at TexasStarterKit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at TexasStarterKit.com.